Are you still looking for that one iodine that you can really trust? A medical doctor-endorsed product that is backed by honest research and true integrative science. Then search no further. Go to Nutramedical.com for Dr. Bill Deagle's Nutriodine, proven time and time again to be the very best iodine available for you. Nutriodine is the only Tesla-activated monatomic plasma iodine in the world. It optimizes mitochondrial function and generation of new mitochondria from totally neutralizing the venom from a desert recluse spider bite in Southern California to eliminating malaria parasites reported by medical missionaries in Central India. Dr. Bill's Nutriodine is simply the most powerful healing formula there is. Nutriodine clears the body of all known pathogens, restores it to an alkaline state, and even promotes stem cell regeneration. Order Dr. Bill's Nutriodine today at 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. And, of course, as a uh, fellow Hebrew, uh, we have David uh, Rubin, uh, the former mayor of Shiloh. He's also uh, the founder of the Shiloh Children's Fund in Israel. And we also have those website links that we'll talk about here. That website is, for support is Shiloh, S-H-I-L-O-H, IsraelChildren.org. You can go to his website, DavidRubinIsrael.com. And, of course, he has a Facebook page, Facebook.com forward slash David Rubin dot Shiloh dot Israel. So, David, uh, you mentioned in your statement, which I, I got earlier, and we luckily to get you on the same day, uh, we talked about the um, what Aloha Akbar means, Allah is greater, and I'd like you to kind of highlight the fact that we are at a war. We haven't declared it here in the Congress, but we need to realize Israel knows that they're at war, and so they've dealt with it much better, although a lot of Israeli children and yourself were injured. Your son was shot in the head years ago, a three-year-old. And we know that without some of the policies Israel has, they would have many more terrorist activities in the airport in Ben-Gurion or in the air. We know that uh, this war is heating up. I call it the third third uh, wall or third jihad since the start of Islam many, you know, a thousand years ago. My ancestor... <coughs> who was a uh, direct blood descendant of Moshe, uh, a uh, Kohen, in, Is- in, in Lebanon, fought the Muslims through the Shuf Mountains around Beirut as a general, and uh, killed several hundred of them on his own sword. But I can tell you that the, the stain and the explosion and the danger of, of Islam, which is not really a religion, it's a mind control cult, which is why these fools think they're going to get 72 virgins and boys with skin like pearls. Uh, and this maniac, Saifulo Saipav, somehow has some kind of superiority complex, thinking that he's you know, going to teach us a lesson by killing us or injuring us permanently. I'd like you to kind of surround exactly why we need to adopt more of the Israeli strategy of warfare against these maniacs and against Islam in general, because the war is not cooling down, it's heating up, isn't it? 
Oh, it certainly is heating up. Uh, look, the, the 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 issue is this: uh, there are certain certain levels when dealing with terrorism and trying to confront it. I've I've heard I've heard people in, in the news in the past twenty four hours uh, saying, "Well, there, there's nothing that we can do. Uh, it's impossible to stop all these terrorist attacks." And and you know we can try, but you know it's impossible. Uh, I don't say it's. I don't. I don't agree. How do I? Okay, so you know I, I laid out a very clear strategy uh, several years ago in my book, The Islamic Tsunami, in in which I I made it very clear. You have to confront it on several different levels. You have to confront it on on the military level, on the police level. Uh, you have to confront it on the educational level, on the, the legal level, and at the legal level, and then, uh, and of course, you have to uh, confront it in just basic airport security. Now, right. uh, I'll get into all those areas, but let, let's, first, uh, let's first understand that that first, you, when confronting an enemy, you have to know who the enemy is. Right. And and uh, very often, I hear people in the news. I hear the politicians, even you know, very well-intended politicians uh, from the current administration, and they say, uh, "We are going to confront terrorism." Well, yeah, yeah like the mayor of New York City, like, and when yeah. you hear a statement, you're thinking. This is a hollow statement because there's no facts to basis or steps he's going to actually implement to actually prevent this kind of event happening again, is he? Correct, correct. Now, if you say if you say we're going to confront the terrorism that is being carried out by the Islamic ideologues, uh, the, by the jihadists uh, the, who believe in holy war against all non-Muslims, well, then then you're already on the right path. Right. Uh, the, the, because the, the, the enemy is the Muslims who believe in jihad and holy war against all non-Muslims. That is the enemy. Uh, the enemy is, is their ideology uh, that, that gives religious justification for uh, the, the, the killing of civilians in the streets. Right. Uh, that, that is the enemy. The enemy is not terrorism. Terrorism is a strategy that is used by those those individuals. Right. The enemy. The enemy. Idea, the, the enemy basically is an idea and a philosophy that backs the actions that occur later. But remember, as we've had Bill uh, Warner on talking about this, uh, which is uh, politicalislam.com. He's as a former Tennessee State University professor. He's basically stated the jihad of murder, in the sense, although it's the most vile in terms of causing public shock, it's not the worst of things. The taking over of universities, the invasion of countries, and economic policies, the idea of cultural diversity, a lot of the things, the idea of, of tolerance to Sharia type law and Sharia courts in your country, like yeah. they recently tried in Quebec, Canada, a few years ago, and they were beaten down by the Canadian. Charter Rights and Freedoms in their Supreme Court in uh, Quebec and the federal government. People have to understand that uh, it's there, there's a number of jihads. I believe that uh, I call the abominator. President Obama was a closet Muslim, and even the head of the CIA, Clapper, was a convert to Islam. In a sense, we're forming a geopolitical form of jihad that's much more subtle than the jihad of murder. 
Yes, correct. Uh, now, and of course, you pointed out Canada, and and uh, so so Canadian courts uh, may have struck that struck down the Sharia law, but at the same at the same time, the uh, the current president of Canada is is um, you know welcoming, or I should say, prime minister is um, welcoming in scores of Muslims. Right, and, and they have a. Uh, they have new laws now in Canada where I lived a good part of my life because my dad was from Canada, my mom was from North Dakota, and I was born in Detroit. I can tell you that the Canadian law right now says that you criticize Muhammad and Islam, you can go to the big house. You go to prison. Uh, you can have, if you have a radio show, you can be shut down. Your station can actually be shut down off the air. You can actually go to jail for, for literally criticizing Islam in Canada. It's a disgusting country now. Right. Well, that's the... That's the the problem of the collusion between uh, the Islamic ideologues and, and the leftist ideologues. Right. There, is, there is that collusion going on. And why is there that collusion? Uh, because both both of those two elements, I mean, you, you, you might think you, you might think that those two elements, those two, two sectors would have absolutely nothing in common. Uh, Islam believes in in uh, Cutting off the hands of, of shoplifters, Islam believes in you know Sharia law. Uh, you, you know would 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 hang the uh, the the gay population from trees by their genitals. I mean, they, 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 this is what Islam believes in. It seems to be totally incompatible with what the leftists believe. Uh, right. However, they both believe in bringing down. Of the United States of America as a Judeo-Christian civilization. Uh, the, the Muslims want to make it an Islamic civilization under Sharia law. Uh, the leftists want to make it some sort of one world, uh, nation, uh, one, one world global, uh, government, but, but they, but they, they both want to bring down Judeo-Christian civilization. On that they agree, uh, in the present, so they're willing to work together. Uh, right. It, it, in other it, words, they make strange bedfellows, but they're willing to make it because their their goal is similar, even though they're at each other's throats. So, if Islam actually wanted an area, they would be hanging or throwing out the eleventh floor window gay people and beheading those who disagree with them. Correct. And they, they certainly wouldn't believe in feminism. No. Feminism, as I remember from my relatives in Lebanon, they told me, uh, man, camel, goat, sheep, woman. Is a hierarchy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment with David Rubin. And we want you to uh, look up the websites and support what he's doing there. DavidRubinIsrael.com and ShilohIsrael.com.
option and all truth this is the place to stop here at the neutral medical report by the way our show covers pretty well every topic and I challenge people and callers out there to realize that this is the place you can ask any question in any topical area I will struggle to provide you an answer is through logic and common sense and prayer uh, and if not that a framework to find the answer and we have one of those people with answers Matt Trutella his website again defytyrants.com Matt let's continue this is important information and people don't understand that what's going on in the world is very timely we have I call President Trump and Vice President Pence I think God has a sense of humor I call it the trumpet of God and the time for repentance and when we see this, the 500th anniversary, literally on a pagan holiday, which is Halloween. And we're back. Uh, sorry we were a little delayed there. Uh, David, I'd like you to continue with your discussion of what, how we approach this whole issue. Uh, I saw the president's statement, and I really believe that, uh, that the uh, president of Israel, uh, Bibi Netanyahu, has got the proper approach to this. This is why the Israelis have not suffered the levels of terrorism they otherwise would have with the wall and other policies they have. Uh, what would you say to America in terms of not only dealing with their own personal disaster that happened your child got shot in the head and you were attacked, and where Americans are now being attacked, this is the eighth car or truck attack against people in Europe or America now in just about two years. Uh, uh, people need to start getting much more aware that we have the danger of biological weapon release, dirty bombs, and even nukes going off, even fairly large nukes, by Islamic terrorism, and people don't get the idea that this is not just a lone wolf. This is a thing where a lot of the people are radicalized online, and uh, the situation is going to get considerably worse before it gets even more catastrophic. Well, I think we need to stop this um, this lone wolf nonsense. Yeah, uh, there, there there really are no lone wolves. Every every single terrorist that carries out an attack is driven by the ideology of jihadist Islam. Right. Now, it, it, it doesn't matter whether he is a, a, a card-carrying member of a terrorist organization. Uh, he, he is driven by jihadist Islam, and as I explained in my book, The Islamic Tsunami, and, you know, if people want to find out more about that, by the way, they could just go to islamictsunami.com right. uh, or, or davidrubinisrael.com. Uh, but but they, they, as I explained clearly in my book, The Islamic Tsunami, there are so many different Islamic terrorist organizations. And, uh, you know, I, I could just sit here for, for you know, uh, half an hour, 45 minutes, and list all of these Islamic terrorist organizations. It's not an accident. It comes from an ideology. It comes from a very clear ideology of holy war against all non-Muslims. Uh, now, what, what, if, we, if you want to stop it, we can start, and I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, start by doing what would not be allowed in the United States, uh, because they would call it ethnic profiling. Right. And what but but I'm going to explain how it works and how we do it in Israel. Right. Okay. I am okay, let's say, let's say I am I am going on one of my speaking tours in the United States and I, I get to the airport in Israel and and I'm I'm about to board my El Al flight, El Al Israel Airlines. Right. Israel's national airline. Uh the first person who I see is not the person at check in. 
The first person who I see there is a security guard. Right. And the security guard uh, calls me over, and he and, and he pulls out a list that he has of everyone who is on my flight. And I tell him my name, and I give him my passport. And he looks at he looks at the the list, and he sees what it says near near me near my name. And if it says if it says that I'm that I'm to undergo a, a standard security check, so he will ask me some basic questions uh, that 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 I will need to answer. Right. And 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 if he's if he's not satisfied with the answers or or with the way that I answered, uh, then then I then I, under, I have to go on, undergo a, a more rigid security check. Right, and then he may send me to another to a room uh, at the airport uh, where where I will be intensely uh, scrutinized, intensely investigated. Right. Uh, now, now it, that doesn't usually happen to me uh, because I'm I'm uh, you know a loyal um, uh, law-abiding Israeli citizen. Right. And 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 so. That wouldn't be a problem. Um, now, now, in the case of, uh, of say, this uh, fellow from Uzbekistan, right. fellow is probably too nice a term, but uh, so, so let's say that he comes to the airport, okay, and uh, he, he wants to board a flight to Israel. He comes to El Al Israel Airlines, and he will already have been checked off on the list. His name will be there, just like mine. Uh, but there will be a check next to his name, and and those security people immediately will give him a rigorous security check, and he probably, you know, most likely he would not have gotten on that plane. Right, and you'll have that. And, when my my Israeli security people have told me this years ago as a joke. They say they have IQ one thirty five to one forty plus uh, young people that'll ask questions. And they count the beads of sweat on your forehead, and if they count too many beads, you go to a security room, and you can even have an ultrasound of your body or other advanced testing to find out if you have an internal compartment bomb inside your body. Even so, uh, I believe in this uh, profiling. I think it's really essential, isn't it? It is absolutely essential. Yeah, if you don't do this, it's insane. Yeah. Yep. We're being we're being bumped. I guess I get back late from my bio break, but we will be back in a minute with David Rubin. We're going to continue with why we need profiling in America and why we need to have uh, Israeli policies in place if we want to have a civil society. Back in a moment. And we're back on time this time. So, uh, David... Um, I'd like you to continue on this line of this idea of profiling. I think that Donald Trump and our nation needs to do what I call three M's, metadata, money, and mental illness and drugs. I think we need a profile. If someone is Muslim, you need to go under more strict things. They also should stop chain migration in this lottery. And anybody who's traveling or does anything, for example, this guy that in, uh, who is supposedly a, a uh, general, general white person, but he apparently had an affiliation not only with the FBI, but gun running <clears throat> to ISIS uh, that was in the uh, Mandalay Bay Massacre. We should know that there's lots of red flags years before. This guy 
from uh, Safulo Saipov actually picked up uh, on the FBI radar in 2015. Why didn't they seize him? Why didn't he see signs that he was getting prepared to do something? They should have, if they had proper metadata analysis, they would have picked him up earlier, wouldn't they? Uh, yeah, no, I, absolutely. And that, that's why I say it has to start early. Uh, you, you don't wait until the terrorist is about to launch an attack. Uh, right. You know, it's, it's the most bizarre thing that uh, that if if uh, this guy from Uzbekistan, uh, you know, which is a it's a, a Muslim-dominated Soviet republic, uh, if he if he were to come uh, to the airport, and uh, just uh, I'm not talking about El Al Israel Airlines already. I'm talking about any standard airline. Uh, he will most likely be treated in exactly the same way as a, a five-generation American grandmother from Kansas. Right. And, uh, you know, because it's, it's all done by by chance. They say, okay, the right. third person uh, on the on the list, uh, we, we'll get a, a more rigid, a more rigorous uh, check. And it's absolutely absurd. I mean, I've... You know, that's window dressing. I, I go through the airport. I go through the security check. And, you know, so I, I go through that security check where, where you put your arms up in the air. And uh, and and then I come out of it. And, you know, that that was supposed to be the one that, you know, Obama instituted that, that was going to check everyone. And, you know, where you see people... Um, Without clothes on, and and that, that was supposed to be the really the really strong check, and after that they're not going to need to do anything. Uh, but uh, you go through that, and I I go through that, and then I come out, and then they uh, they they constantly have to check uh, my my left leg, uh, which is where I was shot. Right, and so, the, so you know they have to run their hand down down my scars. Uh, in, in order to check where the terrorists have shot me, and I, the the irony of it never escapes me. It's a, it, it's just a, amazing uh, that this is what American security is all about. Right now, uh, so so clearly there has to be some common sense profiling. You don't want to call it ethnic profiling. Don't uh, call call it common sense profiling. Right. Uh, that, that that there are risks if somebody has been to certain Muslim countries, uh, then then I think that person is a, is a greater risk. Right. Uh, so so I, I, just I, like I, in Syria, they actually had seized two of the different printing machines for passports, and some of them were coming through Mexico with Syrian passports that were made that looked very valid, but if they had actually realized that the Syrian passports. They probably should immediately bumped them up to a higher level of security and ask more questions and did more validation. Yeah, it doesn't make really? sense to me. The thing I found working for the federal government as a as a contract doctor is that one group of agencies didn't talk to the other, and including nations, nation states like Israel and America should share more data because it's a global war. We need to declare war against jihadist Muslim terrorists, and yeah, we see the first global. move of that where where even Islam becomes a chameleon religion, and we see this young 32-year-old uh, about to be elected uh, king of uh, Saudi Arabia realizes 
This is a suicidal policy. Eventually, uh, they'll become anathema to do even business with them. And as the end of the oil age happens, which is going to happen for Saudi Arabia, if they don't modernize their economy, they're going to become a desert mess. And uh, they have all these young people that are still stuck in, in the jihadist belief systems that they, as he says, became further radicalized since 1979 because it was their policy to follow the radicalization of, of Iran. And these radicalizations are basically making us their natural enemy. And, uh, you know, we have to not tolerate that. We have to say, look, if you want to do business with us, you have to not come to our airports in our countries and think you're going to get Sharia law or you're going to abuse your women or you're going to start imposing your belief systems, including uh, killing uh, gays and lesbians, or you're going to start imposing your belief systems on us, it's just not going to happen. And, uh, you know, I don't think people here in the West really understand that we have so many people in, say, the Democratic Party and even in the Republican Party that believe in social engineering is more important than than public safety. It's crazy, isn't it? Uh, yes, and 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 what needs to be done is is an across the board uh, strategy. So right. I, I mentioned before about airports and security. That's just one aspect. Oh yeah. Uh, that then has to be confronted on a on the educational level. Uh, the you know in the, in the United States uh, there are at last count over over. Um, uh, I believe it was over 50 uh, Islamic charter schools just in the state of Texas alone. Right. Uh, now, they, they, these are schools where they teach the philosophy of jihad, where they teach that uh, that that um, you know men can have unlimited uh, wives, uh, where, where they teach well, it's actually four wives and unlimited concubines. Right. Uh, they. Where, where, where they teach that uh, that that it is acceptable to to sexually abuse children, right? Um, that, you know, according to uh, the prophet, uh, the so-called prophet Muhammad, the founder of Islam. Yeah, he was a pedophile. Uh, he was a pedophile. Oh yeah, clearly, clearly. I mean, he, one of his wives, one of the the best known wives, uh, was uh, was was his wife. Uh, in uh, in every aspect of it, from nine years old. So, right. uh, you know, if, if if somebody doesn't think that that's a pedophile, if somebody thinks that that's acceptable, well, um, that, that that's the reason why you have uh, all of this sexual abuse in the Islamic world. Right. And 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 why you have all this abuse of women in the Islamic well, world. Well, I, I thought that we had uh, people on from special forces in Afghanistan and you can hear the screams of young boys chained to beds as sexual objects of these Islamic affiliates and they're not supposed to even report to the commanding officers to do anything about it and these children were basically sex slaves as young boys and it's considered in Islam in Afghanistan that sexual uh, rectal and anal sex is perfectly acceptable in Islam in Afghanistan it's not normal and reasonable and rational and why do we put up with it? I don't understand it at all and we should let one, lest one, lest one criticize you uh, for for making these outlandish uh, statements. Uh, all they have to do is is go to David Rubin 
davidrubinisrael.com. I'm challenging them right here. Right. Uh, okay, go to davidrubinisrael.com, order a copy of the Islamic Tsunami, and read all about it. Okay, right. because it is all documented. It's all clearly documented. This is, this is, uh, you know, a dirty little secret in the Islamic world. Uh, that, 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 that is what goes on. And, and uh, there, there is not one word that you said that is not well, true. Well, here's another thing that they do. When people say they don't believe in prostitution, but you can get a temporary license to be temporarily married to a prostitute for two hours, uh, by a, uh, an imam that will actually give you a certificate of partial marriage. People don't understand how corrupt this so-called pseudo-religion is. It's not a religion. It's a mind-control uh, system, and it's completely corrupt. It's completely evil, and it tries to justify behavior and acts, you know, uh, better, you know, that's why Allah Akbar means our God, Allah, is greater than your God, so we're going to kill you to prove it. That's how crazy this is. Check thing. Very true. Yeah, uh, stop the foolishness and start getting real like Israelis and make security in America and profiling part of our culture so we don't have this stuff happen again. Back in a moment. David Rubin here again. I'm going to go over the websites again, and we'll mention them. Is ShilohIsraelChildren.org. That's S H I L O H IsraelChildren.org. The organization to help these children. Uh, we have DavidRubinIsrael.com. He put it as challenge here in the last segment. For those people who don't believe these horrors about Islam, Facebook.com forward slash DavidRubin.Shiloh.Israel. Uh, do you want to mention anything about the what, our previous topics and about the Shiloh Israel Children's Organization that you founded? Uh, sure. Well, first, I think that you know people are always asking me um, about how they can stand with Israel. You know, there there are so many people out there who who understand that if if America is going to win the war uh, against Islamic terrorism, uh, that the only way that it's going to happen is if is if uh, America stands with Israel. Exactly. And, and so, so what better way can you stand with Israel than to stand with the children of Israel? Right. And that's where my that's where my focus is. The focus is on is the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund, uh, which I started uh, after a terrible terror attack years ago when when my three year old son and I were wounded. I was shot in the leg by a terrorist who was shooting on the side of the road as we were coming back from an outing in Jerusalem. Right. And I, I was shot in the leg, my son was shot in the head, and he was three years old at the time. Uh, so while, you know, while these so-called Palestinian children uh, go to uh, go to camp in the summer and they learn how how, how to become jihadists and how to make holy war against all non-Muslims. Uh, my uh, my three-year-old son uh, was getting shot by Islamic terrorists uh, from the Palestinian Authority. Right. Uh, but but what the the good that came out of that terrorist attack is well, aside from the fact that we both survived the attack, we were 
badly wounded, but we both survived. Uh, the, the, the other good thing that came out of it is that I started the Shiloh Israel Children's Fund for the purpose of healing the trauma of the terror victim children. And uh, there are so many terror victim children here, and so, so many more who suffer from PTSD because there is not one child who lives in the, the part of Israel where I live, uh, which is Shiloh, uh, that, that does not have a friend or a neighbor, if not a family member or himself, um, that was wounded in a terrorist attack or, or siblings or parents killed in terrorist attacks. Uh, so the, the trauma is that deep and, and I, I took it upon myself to, uh, to confront that by, uh, by helping the children, by establishing a therapeutic educational center. Uh, for over 2,000 children in which we use music and art and animals uh, to heal the trauma of terrorism uh, that, that these children have suffered. By the way, with, with PTSD and these issues, because I'm interested in the neuroanatomical and physiology of it, they basically get a frozen-in-time fusion in time uh, seizure disorder in the limbic system and the uh, part of the brain, so they're actually frozen by this so that the time sequence you normally think on a conscious level it doesn't apply to emotional or PTSD these children are frozen as if the event is still happening don't they yes and, and very often we only notice it uh, several years later it's, right you know there are so many cases where, where children uh, bury it inside and, and it comes out in all of the wrong ways if it's right. confronted Right. If it's not confronted. But by the way, you, 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 can identify, you can identify these children, by the way, on a quantitative electroencephalogram, a spec blood flow scan, and brain scan. So there's anatomical, physiological, and blood tests like organic acids, etc. They can actually measure if a child is developing a PTSD syndrome, which is a brain hormonal and epigenetic syndrome, that can cause permanent brain damage that can be reversed, but it's very difficult. Uh, and the problem is that the, uh, the music and other therapy, we use nutraceuticals as well to help heal these children and also transcranial, I call morphogenic field therapy, to try to heal them. So it's a complex disorder. It's very common. And uh, these children that are traumatized aren't just emotionally injured or brain injured in terms of loss of motor control or whatever. The emotive control centers that regulate mood, energy, sleep, and their normal daylight cycle is all screwed up. So it's pretty serious stuff. It certainly is. And uh, so, so when people uh, want to stand with us and help us to uh, with all of our projects with the children, so I, I usually tell them just go straight to the website, uh, which is shilohisraelchildren.org. At shilohisraelchildren.org, they can get information about our projects. We've, you know, a whole bunch of uh, neat videos uh, that will show you in practice what we do with the children and and uh, you can learn more about it so uh, shilohisraelchildren.org now um, your David Rubin Israel website and you have your book how do they obtain your book is it on your website or ah, right so, so 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 that's the other website which is uh, which which has information about the books and the media appearances uh, so that that is davidrubinisrael.com. 
Right. So it's a little, little bit different. DavidRubinIsrael.com for information about the books. I mean, both websites are linked together, so you can get from one to the other easily. If you and, give, uh, would you give bullet points to say Donald Trump or his generals as to what to do to make Israel and America safer? And to end this Islamic terror, what would you advise him or say in a bullet point to President uh, Trump and Vice President Pence and his generals and advisors? Okay, so let's recognize that the enemy is the Islamic jihadist ideology, number right. one. Okay, and then confront it, then confront it on several different levels. Education. Education, okay, so uh, close down Islamic charter schools, number one. Good idea. Number two, number two, uh, declare Sharia law contrary to the United States Constitution. Mm, good idea. Okay, once that is done, then you can close, you can easily, then you're giving the, the Congress the tools uh, the, to actually close down the Islamic charter schools, to uh, you can put an end to every yes, and also radicalizing mosques. The note that I have from my sources: seventy-two percent of mosques in America radicalizing. That's right. So, so, so once once you have that, once Sharia law is is declared illegal, uh, then you can close down. Every one of those mosques uh, that that is preaching this radical ideology, and you can close down every every uh, chair in Islamic studies, which you know it's virtually every Ivy League school has at this point, Uh and many others, uh, because they're heavily funded from the Persian Gulf and from Iran, and 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 then and. And that gives the tools to to do so much. Then, then you can also uh, c- confront it uh, on other levels, on a security level. Uh, it gives the police the tools to uh, take more aggressive action in the Islamic communities to make sure that uh, the only people who are who have the freedom of movement in the Islamic community are people who genuinely. Uh, do, do not believe in in that radical ideology. So, so, so those all of those elements together uh, are are how you stop uh, this this Islamic ideology from spreading further and thereby spreading its terrorism throughout the United States. Yeah, so it's a geoeducational in a sense uh, uh, chemotherapy against the the cancer of Islamic jihad. And the de-radicalization is similar to the de-radicalization that occurred in the Middle Ages of the so-called Catholic Church, killing over a thousand years, probably up to 120 million people uh, that were killed by the Catholic Church. So people need to see that that transformation needs to happen to Islam too, right? Absolutely, and now is the time for it. It is. Thank you, David. Again, the websites are shilohisraelchildren.org, davidrubinisrael.com, and facebook.com forward slash davidrubin.shiloh.israel. Amazing wisdom, as I say, if we take the wisdom of, of your book and what you've taught and the Israelis have learned in the state of Israel and transplant it to America and implement it with Donald Trump and Mike Pence and our government now, 
America will be safe again when it is a Sharia non-tolerant society, but we don't tolerate the radicalization in mosques or in charter schools where we profile people that believe in this so Muslims who want to be safe and just and good Americans can be, but no radicalization is acceptable. Thank you, David. You did an amazing job today. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best complete nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family.